podcast from Two and Mike is, I think it's really cool and um, that is what I wanted to say. Two and a mic. Amber and Tracy from The Road to Tarvalon, a Wheel of Time podcast, do not need a long intro, as the entertainment factor they bring with their immense characters, fun-loving approach to work, and pure conversational energy says it all. I have often commented on how much I have to learn from them and their podcasts, the expertise of their editing, the planning of their topics, and the way in which they intuitively know when to jump into a sentence. The timing, delivery and message are all simply on point. Today we get a bit more background into the creating of a great podcast, the considerations that are made for content and editing, and also the requisite determination and dedication to stick to the plan, add to the plan, and still be effective conversationalist partners week after week after week. Thank you both for your time once again. Wonderful. And off we go. Excellent. And off okay. we go. Yeah. I, I never know how to introduce you guys because I always enjoy hearing your own introductions so well. So I'm here with my friend Amber. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that just works so well um, that a- anything I could like, try would just sort of pale into signif- insignificance. But uh, anyway, I, I'll do my I'll do my best. Um, so yeah, I have the the wonderful ladies of the road to Tarvalon here, Amber and Tracy. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always it's always great to have you. And uh, I I know that I cannot click on my mute button because the last time I clicked on the mute button, Amber used it against me somehow, and um, yeah, what? made me really regret doing it. Yeah, do you remember the last time that you we did the uh, the introduction on your show? Uh, you oh, did your yeah. you did your wonderful. I'm here with my friend, and so on. And then um, Amber did did it, and I'm here with my friend Zach, and I had just clicked on mute, <laughs> and, uh, and I was, uh, then I was like like fumbling, trying to un- unmute, unmute. And um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's always an adventure with you guys. How have you been? Um, really, really busy. What's going on? Oh God! No kidding, right? <laughs> Where do you want us to start? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Really, give us give us an area you want us to start. Start. Um, There's yeah, well, too I, much. Yeah, there is actually. <laughs> all right, let's 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 go back a little bit then, because cool. you. All right, so you. After you you celebrated your first year of doing podcast, um, and then. At some point, you decided, you know what, we're going to start doing video content as well. And you really started building up your video content library on YouTube. Um, How's that coming along? It's fun. It is. I prefer editing video over audio Mm -hmm. any day of the week. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always really entertaining to do that. Does it give you a more creative element or, yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah, your visual definitely. design capabilities are just like light years ahead of mine. So whenever you <laughs> edit a video, it always looks really good. And when I do it, it looks like an eighth grader put together a school project. <laughs> I don't think it looks that bad. No. Well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe a freshman in high school? I don't know. <laughs> um. I I like doing video. I'm far more comfortable with it than I thought I would be. But I think it's because it's still Amber and I having a video conversation with each other, which we've been doing for like a year already anyway. So at this point, there's like a comfort around having a video discussion where it's not like I don't necessarily think, oh, my gosh, we're recording this until after we're kind of done because if I focus on it, I'll just be like, and I mean, I'm already stumbly enough. I don't need like additional nerves to make me like lose more of what I want to say. So I have to like push it back. Like, But then it's like, oh my gosh, we have stuff on YouTube and it's really fun. But you guys have become really comfortable. I mean, you, you must be super comfortable with your voices anyway now, because I, I mean, I think before you even started the road to Tarvalon, you, you both experienced uh, podcasting and other kinds of audio things anyway, I think. Um, but you must be super comfortable with your voices now anyway. But then also to be so, sort of so comfortable with the video too, I mean, this must be a, just a great feeling. I mean, somebody could stick a video <laughs> camera. Seriously, I mean, you could be walking down the street and somebody could vid stick a video camera in your faces and you'd be like, I oh, don't know, no, this angle. I, okay, and then you just go for it. <laughs> I'd more be like, I'm sorry, what? Get back. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think there's something about, like, editing it yourself to the point where you know nothing you can clip anything weird out, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, God forbid my plant falls over in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone. Yeah. Um, gnats flying around in your in your space occasionally. Like, you have, like, clapping Thanks, sounds. Thanks, Tracy, for putting oh, me sorry. on blast. <laughs> Thanks. The dogs running about yes. Tracy's back room, yeah, up her furniture, absolutely barking out the back window right behind me because they can't control their poor doggy brains. I'm shaking my fist. I know you guys can't see it, but that's like, it's that's she was how our life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're intense. Like everything about like the background stuff can be really intense. But you get to clip that out. Yeah, but I mean, how much have you guys sort of changed um, with regards to that? So, as in, you didn't. I'm not sure if you had these expectations when you first did your first show with the Road to Tarvalon. If you kind of knew where you were going to be going, so you knew it was going to be a long journey because I mean, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> chapters to read. Yeah. Um, yeah. But did you expect you to sort of develop in the way that you? Because you've got so much. You've got your original podcast. You've mm -hmm. got the the YouTube. Uh, channel mm -hmm. um you've got your your online community and i can never remember the name of this uh the um, what is this app this discord that's it you've got mm -hmm. your online discord community you've got your road to tarvalon i suppose other social media accounts um and then you've also started doing something else which i haven't mentioned yet because i want to come back to that later and ask you how that's going so i mean did you ever in your wildest dreams imagine that you'd be doing half 
as many things as you are now connected to this project? No, but the thing is, is after one thing happens, then there's always, I feel like, oh, should we be doing this? Mm -hmm. And I think, too, for anyone that's doing any type of content creation out there, there's always that thought in the back of your head, like, am I putting things out where enough people can see them? Am I advertising enough for myself? Am I being like my best spokesperson mm -hmm. and sometimes that aspect can be a little bit draining mm. as far as like always feeling tethered to social media mm -hmm. but at the same time I mean let's be honest our phones are in our pockets all day and it's always there <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's just up to me how much I decide to open it or not mm -hmm. yeah um this is funny because my answer is yes. Um, oh, really? I always think big. Like once I <laughs> seriously, this is just how I work. Like once somebody gives me an idea, I have to see in my head how far it could go. And since I've done podcasting before, since I've worked on the startings of creating a digital media company before, working with Amber was like we have great chemistry, we're really entertaining and ridiculous, and we're both really smart and hardworking. <laughs> Am I self-advertising enough for you yet? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't stop, my head's gonna fall off because of all this nothing, but yeah, absolutely. But no, I mean, that's just it, is like you have to, you have to recognize where your strengths are and working with Amber is like, <laughs> is like working with a nonstop idea machine. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I have this thing. And she's like, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. I could design this thing. I can make this comment. I can do that with it. And I'm like, okay, that's amazing. <laughs> so I really feel like, like seeing where our potential could go this was in the back of my mind as things that we could potentially do. Um, and I really think we're kind of just starting. Like, we're past our first year. We're actually 18-ish episodes away from our one year or 100th podcast episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. Like, podcasting is not what people think podcasting is and getting past, like, 10 episodes is not the norm so to get to 100 episodes has just been kind of incredible and I think like we've learned a lot that we can share with other people that we can hopefully help create communities almost similar to the one that that we have if that's possible you can't always replicate those things but just a safe fun space for people to hang out and talk about the things that they're passionate about and yeah I just kind of want to spend the rest of my life reading writing researching and talking about it that's what I want to do and that's what I feel like I get to do so yeah yeah I, I, I completely get it um and also, all of the positive adjectives that you gave yourselves, um, Tracy, um, I, I completely 
I can see, sense, and hear it every time I listen to your show. The chemistry you've got is fantastic. I mean, there's, if there's ever a way of sort of like projecting this sort of mysterious aura <laughs> onto an audio file, you know, I don't know if there's a special program that you've got, but it's there. You do it. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. Could you please write a review that says that so we can put it on all of our, our websites? Tracy, stuff? throw on the mystique enhancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what any background noise is. That's it's the mystique enhancer. You called us out on it. You got it. Out. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Um, yeah, but it's it's. But can you, you know what I mean? Is it sometimes you listen to something and you feel yeah, I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. But then there are some other time. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to be critical of others. Some other podcasters because I think so many are brilliant. But then mm-hmm. there are some that you listen to and straight away it's like no, nah, there's something about it that doesn't quite work for me. Yeah. Um, but from the very first moment that I heard you guys, it was like. Oh yeah, this is like I'm, I'm listening to friends almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, there is there is this sort of very, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's this welcoming, embracing element to to the way that you you sound and you you sort of mm-hmm. you know you know, bounce off one another. If you, does that make <laughs> I would sense? say bouncing is accurate. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, We've known each other for a really long time. I mean, it's just, it's easy with Tracy, and I I tell myself this often, that if it was anyone else, it just wouldn't work, I don't think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to put it plainly. I mean, I, I, so this weekend, my husband and I had an opportunity to actually spend some time together and just talk with each other, and whenever that happens, I end up becoming like this weepy uh expressive bit of a mess about like the people in my life and the things that are happening that I love so much and I was like Amber like (laughs) she's just up there at the top like I feel like we can do anything together like in my life I feel like I have two partners I have my husband and I have Amber and it's a really like not everybody who gets to work together gets to have that kind of connection and I feel like it's helped to draw really good people towards us when we when we get to have conversations like these and as we start to branch out into other things that we want to do and other subjects that we want to talk, touch on. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> <laughs> talk for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, I mean, you do. And the thing is, yeah. I mean, so a lot of, a lot of people would find the. Um, you know, so much content um, or producing so much content they'd find that a real challenge to be able to continue it you know, is. T- talk, talking <laughs> yeah but you do, you do it in such a natural manner though don't oh, you as in, yeah but you do don't you as in there, you can see that there's a lot still to come always almost in every show you're you're both hungry to speak um, <laughs> maybe may no is that a really nice way of saying we interrupt each other a lot? Because that's what I feel like you just said. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily meant in that way. But, uh... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I can, I can tell when we do a recording and maybe one of us doesn't feel very well or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, 
when you're sitting there listening to hours and hours of you and another person speak mm-hmm. for this long, it's like, oh, I can tell, like, ooh, today, this was this week I didn't feel good, mm-hmm. I remember. Like, I can tell in my voice. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Tracy. And it's always interesting, too, where I'm like, okay, but despite that, as I'm editing, I'm still kind of nodding along, like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, that's a good, mm-hmm. good, good call, Tracy. <laughs> like, I'm still, you know, like, listening to ourselves. And even after hearing the same episode maybe twice through, I don't know, depending on how hard that edit was. Yeah. A lot of the times I come back out of it thinking, okay, like, that was, that was really a fun. good episode. Yeah. yeah. It was still a good episode. Yeah. And my, my older son, Aiden, has started doing the first run-through of the edits for us. And I was talking to him the other day because, of course, one of his concerns was, I hear your voice all the time, Mom. Like, I don't know if I want to edit your podcast too but like he's really enjoying it and he was like I don't know how many times I end up like pushing my chair back laughing and clapping my hands at something ridiculous the two of you have said and I'm like yep that's that's my mom that's Amber <laughs> like, I mean he knows us he knows us and he still like cracks up over it so like and that makes me laugh too because like if it's Aiden approved in my book it's good to go yeah, like, that's how I feel as well. If Aiden thinks it's funny, I'm like, okay, then take it to the bank. Gotta have it. Yeah, like he's, he'll be 22 in September. And I just feel like he's very kind, like in touch more with things that I'm like, meh, I don't know much about because I'm two decades older than he is. So he has a different relation to things like when i look for for content to consume on youtube or something i look for hour-long documentaries at the least i do not look for short content but that's that's what does well more often than not so like getting opinions from aiden who's like i like to watch this style of content is so helpful for me like thank you aiden in the event that you decide to listen to this. Very grateful for your help. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, again, you bring up a great point because um, I'm exactly the same. As in, for me, a documentary or or any kind of sort of research uh, material has to last a certain amount of time. Otherwise, you know, if if the producers didn't bother creating (laughs) creating shit for me to watch why am I going to dedicate my time so I mean I find myself watching and re-watching documentaries on on YouTube say which are like three four hours long Mm -hmm. and then when I I send a link to my (laughs) to my brothers and the response is uh, Zach have you seen the length on this yes (laughs) it's it's not going to happen Zach sorry you know and and it's unfortunate but there's so much depth to the this kind of content Mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, how can you get into something which only ask? Well, mate, that is the wrong question. Um, if it only lasts a few minutes, I mean, how can you really enjoy it? And um, ask the millions of people who watch TikTok, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just it. Is like that those quick bursts of information. They're they're kind of addictive. They get you ready for the next thing, and so it makes sense. But it's not something that like I'm kind of a slow thoughtful (laughs) shuffly type person anyway so i really appreciate getting like aiden's viewpoint on like energy and stuff as well so 
I think we're all different. We're all looking for different things. And I think if you can find a good way, and I mean, there are lots of content creators out there that like make really cool stuff, really effective in a very short amount of time. And I love that. But there are just some things that I'm like, no, I would like to spend more than six minutes learning about the opium wars in China. That's been really hard to find. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I think one of my problems as also when I was younger was being able to focus all of the information that I wanted to deliver into a sort of <laughs> short kind of text. And um, there there is a skill to it, of course, being being able to sort of be very efficient with your words. But um, on the flip side, you're both obviously women and the number of um yeah i'm getting i'm getting somewhere i do i I mean it um the number of women content creators on youtube is a lot less if i'm not mistaken than the number of male content creators by a lot yeah so it's brilliant that you're doing this um is there a certain amount of sort of courage and don't give a shitness that you have to incorporate (laughs) into yeah, I don't know if that's a real word but let's just pretend it is I like um, it yes yeah, I say know. yes I yeah. agree mm-hmm. mm. and two there's I mean I've looked through some of the YouTubers comments that I like watching mm-hmm. and I, I feel like if you're a woman there seems to be it feels like a different kind of landscape in the comment section, mm-hmm. depending on what the topic may be. But it's it's always interesting. And with YouTube, there is a bit of vulnerability. Vulnerability. I can't talk <laughs> <laughs> words. <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see yourself sometimes mm-hmm. and feel confident and make sure that that's not tripping you up on camera. Mm-hmm. So it can always be a little bit like, ah, shit, when someone leaves something nasty in the comment mm-hmm. section. But at the same time, you kind of just have to, you know, wear your armor and just brush it off because people behind mm-hmm. their computer screens can be pretty hurtful sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Um... Like I said, I have to not think about the fact that we're recording and not think about the fact that it's like widely available. Um, by widely, I mean it's on the internet, so it's available yeah, to anyone. Everyone. Yeah, anyone who has internet connection can access like some ridiculous video where I talk about tit shields. So there's <laughs> there's that, um, and those are things that like. You just have to, you have to be okay with the fact that you're going to get pushback. And I feel as though, like, I don't mind pushback. I like various opinions. I don't expect everyone to like me. I'm actually totally okay with that. So, and I have been for a while because I'm kind of different than other people. And yeah, so I, I guess maybe thick skin but definitely, like, don't let don't let other people get to you as best you can. And that's hard to do if you're, like, sensitive and open to it. And mm. frequently, like, I mean, we are, right? We're all kind of vulnerable to words that hurt. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I, I don't think it's, uh, it, it's related to gender at all, the mm -hmm. fact that people can feel, uh, can suffer um, from, from the abuse that they receive. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what is obviously uh, a sort of unequal is the amount of abuse aimed in the direction of women in comparison to the amount that is uh, directed towards men. So this is definitely something which um, is at a huge imbalance. Um, but I mean, it seems to me one of the ways that you guys also deal with it, I mean, for, a, for a start, you've got a great show. And you know this because so many people tell you that. You've got a great <laughs> show. Um, so you know that the idiots that come along and are critical, that it's not a reflection of you, it's more a reflection of them. Um, but if, if other people, other as like young women or girls want to come into this kind of a space, um, would you recommend then that one of the ways to, to do this uh, is not just to do it in a sort of piecemeal, slow fashion, build up your, uh, your sort of support base and fan base, um, you know, but it's to also have that kind of safe group of people around you who, who are there to protect you even online um, so, so that you can feel that, that confidence grow from the material you produce. If you can find that online, yeah. then yes, 100%. If you have even just a small collection of people that you can run ideas past or mm -hmm. anything like that, it's always really helpful. I don't know sometimes if I would be able to do YouTube alone mm -hmm. as one person making things because it's it's almost a total different vibe when you're talking to a camera by yourself mm -hmm. versus with another person in the conversation. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, there's always, too, that the advice of just finding someone who would like to do it with you and see how it goes. And that's, I mean, what I would hope for more women out there. Like, I love watching stuff in my downtime. If there were more smart, funny women out there creating things that I like to watch, then I'll watch it. It just seems like, for the majority, the top YouTubers tend to, to be all men mm -hmm. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just, uh, I guess, being a woman, I like to watch other women creating things. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But I mean, the top 10 are the top 10, not because of the talent necessarily exhibited by the creators, even though I'm sure they're all fantastic. And I don't want to you know, suggest that all men are crap because um, you know, <coughs> there, are, there are at least one or two out there that are fantastic. Um, but it, Gosh, but I hope more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. But I mean, it's, it's the actual support that they generate among the online community. So if the online community were a little bit more open to diversifying and to listening to voices that were not necessarily symbolic of their own, um, then we would have a far greater level of diversity, I think, at the top of the list. Probably. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> as, you, as you say that, like, I'm thinking about how having access to YouTube involves having devices that you usually have to pay for in some way, access to internet, which is not free. Like, who has access to YouTube primarily? And I think it's almost a reflection of economic inequality as much as it is 
like representation. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, too, like if you've got a couple thousand dollar camera laying at home and great equipment and you're good to go, that's always putting you at a higher playing field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like my, my youngest, when he watches YouTube, he watches the most annoying things. Like people who like <laughs> yell and scream and talk in baby voices really loud while they're rampaging through Minecraft. And I just. Not. You should probably make a point that this is not Aiden, not this your 20 not, year old. No, this is not my 22 year old. This is, this is my seven year old, my almost eight year old. Like he loves this stuff. Like the louder, the better, I sometimes think. And he loves to watch like this, like dudes who just like to go and build large fortress mega block castles and these guys get millions and millions and millions of views and i'm like for what for what i mean it's entertaining sure but what kind of quality does that bring to i mean i don't know i don't want to diss on people who decide to live their lives this way and what they do like do what you want do what makes you happy good for you if it pays off seriously but at the same time it's just shit (laughs) why is why is so much of youtube aimed that that is aimed towards children makes me feel really uncomfortable agreed Agreed. Like I, I can't like exactly like pinpoint what it is about it exactly, but I'm just like I, I don't know about this. Yeah, it feels almost predatory in some ways. Like people who are adopting a more childlike persona to connect with the audience they're aiming at, and it's just kind of like I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable too. I don't like it. Mm. I mean, my son, my little boy, at least, is the same. My older boy was the same. Um, watching this, this Minecraft, especially Minecraft. It oh, seems. Minecraft is but like they turn into zombies, don't they? On the sofa, you speak to them, hello, hello, and it's yeah, yeah. There no, are times nothing. where I'm like Arthur, like just get right <laughs> next to him, get right in his face. I mean, yeah, um... we try to limit his screen time, but I mean. There's only so much he can do sometimes, you know, and like so much that we cannot supervise because, I mean, especially when like the pandemic shut everything down, we had him home all the time. And like, what do you do with a high energy five, six, seven year old? I mean, with any kid, really, for a long period Mm -hmm. of time, sometimes it's okay. And you need them to be a zombie so that you can take a couple deep breaths and return to getting shit done. So it's. It's a little, like, nerve-wracking sometimes, like, what he watches, but then other times he'll be like, hey, did you know this about this moon of Saturn? Or did you know this about water? And I'm like, I did it. I'm like, where did you learn that? (laughs) YouTube. So it really is like a, there's good stuff, there's not great stuff, there's stuff in between. But, I mean, I think we kind of know how we want to approach it. And the idea of having, like, a friendly space like, not take ourselves too seriously. I think that's a big thing. Like, mm. I am more than likely going to fuck something up at some point. It's inevitable. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. You don't you don't fuck things up too often. You, you are, <laughs> you're a constant microphone puncher, I, I will am, say. <laughs> I am. Aiden's even giving me shit for it. So I'm going to be more careful, I promise. <laughs> 
I can't help it. I get excited. My hands go everywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. No, that's cool. That's fair enough. It's your, it's your microphone, so. It's I just yeah. found out that my carbonated water has been picking, picking up, up on microphone for the past couple weeks. <laughs> I couldn't figure out for the life of me what the background noise is. And, you know, you're unplugging things, plugging things back in, checking all your equipment. And I was sitting here. I poured my water a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is it. This is what it is. Tiny bubbles. Noise gate didn't even take it out. It it was picking up the the waters, the the bubble in your water Mm -hmm. sort of exploding as it Okay. Yeah. That's that's quite sensitive, isn't it? Then Wow. <laughs> okay. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. Making content is weird. Yeah. It is yeah. abso- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon they're gonna create a microphone so sensitive it'll be you'll be able to track the blood circulating around your body. Oh god, I hope not. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty That'd sure be. the microphone picked up Tracy's heartbeat the other week when I <laughs> edited audio she leaned over and it was like right at her chest i swear i swear tracy i believe it watch our watch our latest youtube video okay i i didn't cut it out that's so funny okay Okay, yeah i'll have to my memory's so shitty i'm like what did we even talk about is this on the band of the red hand one yeah okay okay Uh, okay all right cool i I also i love the band of the red hand so this stuff definitely gonna be uh yeah observed by me okay all right cool which brings up another topic then um so you you've started a new okay can you please explain it because it's it's not really a podcast but it's also is it more book review how would you describe it this is the uh the expanse go ahead (laughs) well we have been doing a lot of reading in our off time which we're big readers so obviously the wheel of time it can't just be the wheel of time all the time and we wanted a space for other things that we were reading maybe tv shows we were watching Mm -hmm. and the goal was setting up a discord and getting more people to interact and hopefully want to take part with us so for example Maybe I'm watching a show that someone else really likes, but Tracy isn't watching it. And then there's that chance where, like, me and this other person can make a video about it. Or, for example, we are starting to read The Expanse, and we wanted to bring more people in because so often it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And what you were talking about earlier is having a space and a community for people that are maybe wanting to make content and Mm -hmm. not really quite sure where to start. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where There Is No Book Club started. It's Mm -hmm. called There Is No Book Club. And we kind of just want to make... (laughs) Tracy. (laughs) There is no book club? Okay, sorry. (laughs) We just wanted to make a space that kind of felt like an area where people can throw ideas back and forth and find other people that want to talk about the books they're reading, the shows they're watching, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the love of books is real. I mean, I have so many books that I own that I've never read, 
but I would not get rid of them from my library because I love having them. Maybe someday I'll read them. It could happen. Um, but I think that... I will... S- go oh, ahead. No, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to... I will... <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, go. I don't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. So... I will say that one of the hardest things that I've found while trying to set this up and organize is when we went into it, I think one of the main goals was bringing more women into this because like we've been talking about, it's a lot harder to find women content creators out there. Mm -hmm. And right off the bat when Tracy and I were kind of floating this idea around and talking to other people about it we were like we need more women who want to get involved in this and it was really hard and when we kind of like opened things up and we're like we're looking for people who also like are wanting to make videos about whatever books tv shows Mm -hmm. etc it was always men responding like oh yeah for sure i would love to do videos So it kind of got to the point where I had to take a step back and was like, okay, I need to rethink this and make sure that I'm like being one-on-one with enough women that I think I feel like I know they would be great at it Mm -hmm. and kind of be like, look, like this is the thing. We need more like-minded women out there. And I know you're smart and I know you're funny and I can listen to you talk for hours. We're friends. Like, do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, they're putting the toe in the water and (laughs) still not quite sure. But a lot of the men Mm -hmm. on Discord are like, yes, absolutely. When's the next video? Sign me up. Yeah. (laughs) To the point where it's like, oh, okay, I've got to think some things through now and try and figure out how to make things I don't know safer feeling I guess that makes sense for me it makes a lot of sense because I've spoken with lots and lots of women as you as you may know um, Mm -hmm. about these kinds of topics so if if you if anybody were to sort of peruse um, the titles that I've got or the people who I've spoken with, the vast majority are women. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's, that's, that's by design. Uh, it's because I want to give women a voice. Um, okay, it's not exactly a big channel, but they still c- create a voice, which they can then share with their own communities, their own friends mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've found um, a lot of women say, because a lot of the guys that I ask, do you want to come and do a podcast? Me, yeah, man, that sounds like a laugh. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but w- when I've asked a woman for the first time, um, they've said, oh, but nobody would be interested in hearing what I have to say. You know, and it's a completely different reflection. Yeah, I was just going to say heartbreaking. Yeah, but but the problem is it's so wrong. As in, I I remember one person said, yeah, but nobody would want to listen. And then we we got talking and it turned out that this person um, was doing lots of really cool, important, interesting stuff. And I'm like, this is exactly what people need to hear. Um, Would you say there's a different sort of valuation that women give of their own work and their own selves 100 percent. yeah i mean maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't jump in and say that i don't know what do you think amber 
I don't know. I mean, I can only speak for myself, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I'm always my biggest critic anyways. So I don't know. But again, like how much of that is just, you know, nature versus nurture? Like what's, what's your upbringing like? Mm-hmm. How are you raised? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's personally, I, I know I'm too hard on myself sometimes. So I can see that being the case for other women out there Mm -hmm. and men too but I'm a woman so I can't speak for (laughs) a guy (laughs) yeah yeah I know like I have when I went back to school I was generally much much older than the majority of my classmates like I was closer in age to my professors than I was to my classmates but I still made some really amazing friendships with some women who are like in their 20s like got to celebrate their 21st birthdays for a couple of them they were like they were that young but they are incredible they're driven they're well-spoken they're super fun to hang out with like each one of them like gave me such a gift while I got to learn with them but like they're the exact same way they're their own hardest critics they're the first ones to be like I don't know if what I did is good enough like I don't, I don't, I don't think that this is interesting enough about myself. And I'm always like, that's, no, you're wonderful. Jump on that opportunity. Get out there and get it. Like, ugh, they're just amazing. They're just amazing. And I think that there are so many people, and I'm not just even talking about like, I'm not even just talking about women, of course, but I do feel as though it is, in this situation, I feel like there is, a gender issue to be discussed you know what I mean like I don't think you can argue with hard data showing gaps between genders among genders I think would probably be a better thing to say really um and so like when when we focus on doing something like I immediately think of my girlfriends who can I bring in on this project to do something like the last project the last podcast that I did was focused entirely on women who were doing things in the city where I live. And I mean, it was picked up by our local NPR station, like, because they were like, we don't have any content, any content that is solely focused on women. So that meant that like national public radio is not producing enough content focused on women. It's not just there, there isn't enough discussion around gender. It's, it's still a learning process for many of us. It is for me all the time. And yeah, I feel as though we need to like have spaces for that. And I like that. I like that Amber is such a warrior for it. Like it inspires <laughs> me so much. Love that. Yeah, but then I feel like kind of like the bad guy too when it's like six guys and they're like, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Like, I want to bring as much people, as many people on as I can, but at the same time, I've got a goal. Yeah. Yeah. There's a goal. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we, us guys, have to understand the, you know, what's going on. As in, you know, I, I think I can, I'm pretty sure that most of the guys who, who accepted your invitation to participate in, you know, There Is No Book Club are all extremely supportive and can all be considered allies. They're um, awesome. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Without so a I'm doubt. I'm sure they understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have, 
I have a, a list of people that I'm working to bring into some of the stuff that we're doing. And one of them, <laughs> she has her master's in library science. And she's wow. she's leaving the public sector and she wants to do something like what we're doing. And she has so much experience organizing things like this. And I'm like, Lisa, when are you done? I need you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she's going to be a brilliant asset to what we do. I know she wants to create some of her own content. She wants to be writing. Like, she's just one of those people who's like really empathetic and she has children who they're just they're incredible they're incredible children because they have incredible parents and i can't wait to get her like involved with us and mary yeah i can imagine I mean, library science I, you know, i've never even heard of it so after this i'm going to do some research and find out what on earth is i mean i can work it out i guess but i mean I, unfortunately I Unfortunately, it's something required for pretty much any library, like main library position, which is ridiculous because a master's to attain a master's in the U.S. is really expensive. And what you're going to get paid for it is like, like you have to be that in your job for a long time and you have to work your way up. And she's done that. She's worked really hard at what she's doing and she's brilliant at it, but she's also ready to focus on herself and her family and do something that feeds her in a different way. And I'm like, <laughs> I have things going on. Come join us. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to create. That's what I want us to keep working towards. Yeah, absolutely. A, a fantastic goal. Um, I mean, the thing is, some people would listen to this and say, oh, feminists and so on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, well, that's cool. I think good. Let them do that. Let them say that. But yeah, I don't I mean, have a problem with that. The real problem. The real problem is that um, by by not making the genders equal, we're actually holding back society as a whole. Absolutely. And, and so, therefore, this is the thing that so many people just fail to comprehend. Yeah, you know, we're in the shit situation that we're in because for thousands of years we haven't had an equal society. Um, and if we had done over all of those years, can, I, I can't possibly imagine the amount of sorry, uh, scientific and technological developments that we would have made. Mm -hmm. But the women weren't allowed <laughs> to, to be free in their studies. Um, and, and this is the, the consequence. We're still at war. We still behave in many ways as though it's the I don't know, 17th or 16th century. We're mm -hmm. peasants. You know? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. I prefer yeah. to be at least bougie to some extent, please. Just <laughs> okay, not nobility, I'm, but I'm come the on. peasant. You just are the noble. Okay. <laughs> no, enough. I don't want to be a noble. I just want to be upper middle class. Come on now. <laughs> Aspirations. <laughs> True. Fair enough. Middle class fancy. What's that? Yeah. Middle class fancy, right? Tracy. That's me. Yes. I'm fine yeah. with that. But yeah, so I mean, this is the argument that I put forward. Um, so I mean, there are uh, any number of arguments that can be put forward. This one works for me, um, but I, I just don't see the world um, through the same kind of glasses that other people see it. So if, for me, if something is unequal um, and out of balance, uh, then I think it's not natural. Okay. All right. Any any um any other <laughs> thoughts on that, or we can move on to the next, which is sort of connected, but it's basically um, how do you keep doing it all? Where does the energy <laughs> come from? 
<laughs> I'm thinking too. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how, I mean, I think that's actually a question we we ask ourselves often, yeah, and each other. Like, how do we get all of this done? Um, sometimes it's not possible. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's just not. Yeah. But I mean, our moments like that have been far rarer than our moments where we're like, I mean, I've I've dropped our final episode at 1.58 a.m. my time, knowing that it's going to go, like, it's going to publish 8 a.m. for Amber's time zone. Like, it just cuts real close sometimes because there are a million other things happening. But I think, I think the original purpose of what we started out doing to have fun to create fun content that people enjoy and can connect over. And it's all, like Thursdays are the highlight of my week every week because that's the day we record. Like, I love it. I look forward to it. I get my coffee. I get my water. I hang out. Like, I like doing audio. So editing is even fun. It For me, I prefer audio to video. Amber prefers video. So, you know, that's not a bad balance to have. Um, and the fact that we can do each other's job in a lot of ways really helps, too. So that, like, the main things, like our content, our main content, we can both, like, post it and get it taken care of when we want and need to. So if one of us is down and out, we have somebody, like, that can come in and, and pick up the pieces. And we want to expand that team. Like I said, we've got my older son, Aiden, working on this for us. I would love for him to make content. He's so damn funny. Um, and I have, like, a few friends from school that I've already been talking to about having them come and be a part of this while we, we work on making it grow because we are only two people. <laughs> yeah. And right now we have at least three projects going. So it's... It's a lot. It's a lot. But I think it's ultimately going to be super worth it. And it already has been. Like, it's been, we were sometimes like, we've been heard in like close to 100 countries. That's just wild. Is that real? <laughs> what the hell? It's bizarre, like, to do something like this and to have that kind of like reception, I guess. And I still, I don't know. I don't know if we're like a huge podcast or anything, but I think for like our niche, our niche. Uh, topic that we cover. I think we're doing pretty okay. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, cool. I wanted to make sure that you felt the same way because like uh-huh. a lot of times I'm like, we are kicking ass. Oh my God, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes we're just really on and it's great. But I like Amber said, we're, we're human and it comes out in our voices sometimes and our actions sometimes. Like, Yeah. I think we just always try to do the best we can and not beat ourselves up too hard when we can't. Because, I mean, that's that's something that we all do. I think, I think, again, this is an area where women kind of, like, hit themselves maybe harder than men do, you know? Like, there's always a I, – I feel as though in a lot of ways there's always a pressure to prove yourself. Like, at least for me, I'm that kind of person. Like, if you tell me I can't do something, I will do it, and I will rub your face in it nicely. <laughs> It'll be really nice. I'll smile at everything. But, like, I would like to make things that don't feel possible possible or even just, like, being good at something. I like that, too. So, I don't know. I don't know what my point is anymore. 
I don't know how we do what we do. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Ugh. So embarrassing. Okay. <sighs> yeah, Amber, what about you? I mean, what, what motivates you? Um, because, okay, obviously you've got these wonderful goals that you elaborated on earlier. Um, but you've got to get up every day and do that and plan it. And um, yeah, how do you keep going you know, in the face of those challenges? I think for me, it's more of like my artistic side, like being having an outlet of a way to like express yourself and have it be something kind of artistic. I mean, when you're tailoring what the episode is going to be that week, there's, you know, the research mode and then there's the kind of like abstract thinking mode where it's like, okay, but who is this episode for? Mm -hmm. Is this going to be for someone like me? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be for someone who likes the Wheel of Time, who maybe hasn't read the books but have only seen the TV show? So there's always these thoughts in the back of my head. And then when it comes to the YouTube episode or maybe the podcast episode, it's really fun kind of like seeing all the creation come alive mm -hmm. and it kind of like becomes a monster of its own and it <laughs> takes you know sometimes it takes a shape you didn't originally think that it was going to mm -mm. and it's always really fun and interesting to see how things turn out at the end of the recording and then at the end of the edit and I think for me like I like staying busy in that aspect and when it is at a point where I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back and kind of catch my breath. There's always those few days in between. And when you come back, you're like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm invigorated. Let's go. Yeah. I think we've been very thoughtful about how we choose to approach our schedules. And like, there's always an encouragement of taking care of your health, your family, your home. And I mean, I know maybe that sounds like idealistic or old fashioned or whatever, but I feel as though if you can't take care of those things, then everything else isn't going to feel like right. It's not going to feel good. We're a, we're a health over hustle yes. podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's actually our newest project too. Like we just launched a website for Cozy Contorta, which is like a new kind of overarching thing that we're going to do that's going to have like that theme too is like the health over hustle because it's necessary <laughs> we need to stop burning each other out it's bad yeah yeah wow she says as she tackles another project i know right <laughs> <laughs> but i try to be very mindful about what like burnout looks like and I try to be as transparent as possible with Amber about what's happening in my life because again like needy family lots of things that go on like behind the scenes that other people don't get to be a part of like those things take their toll and so it's really important that we be able to like say you take care of yourself today I've got this and we'll catch up when you're feeling a little better or you've been able to wrangle your dogs into some semblance of well-behavedness <laughs> you know like that's just just accept that life is life and it's messy but you can still have something that feels good hopefully hopefully mm. yeah 
Yeah, and we haven't even talked about your shop either because you you, you also design your own, if I'm not mistaken. You oh, that is all amber. Much <laughs> okay. yeah. All those glorious designs, that is her, 100%. You've, you've done a couple. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I've done two, I think. <laughs> it's the same design on two different styles of coffee mugs. I think that's all I've done. <laughs> Our shop has like 60 products in it, and I did like two. <laughs> and I don't mind because everything that Amber makes, I'm like, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want all those notebooks. That tote bag that we have is awesome. It holds so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite creation of your own? Ooh, Ooh, what a good question. Of all of the newer stuff that's in the shop right now, that little fork root mug is just really cute. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, not to be sold it... to Ace Sedai, right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I mean... But it has, like, plants all over it. Mm -hmm. Deadly plants, but it's still beautiful. (laughs) It's so cute. I love it. And we just had our first shop giveaway. And actually, both of the winners wanted the camp mugs. One of them wanted the fork root mug, and the other one asked for the Shanshan cough mug. And I'm like, yes, those are such good choices. I love this. And they're really cute. Like, I ordered one as a sample, and it's freaking adorable. So... Yeah, very cool. I love everything. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. I have I have been uh, on the uh, on the shop sites, and um, actually, I have to make a pur- I haven't made a purchase yet. I have to make a purchase. Now, I have yeah, to deal do. with the shipping. Yeah. I have to deal with the, sh- the, the shipping. No, you don't. You know what? Have you got a shop in the EU? Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, wait, me, wait. Me, let me tell me. you. Let me tell, tell you. Tell me, please. <laughs> we are working on figuring out European shipping, but we're figuring out our United States shipping first just because it's less messy. Um, The the taxes and the uh, everything in Germany is so expensive. Yeah. So expensive. I got a dusty wheel mug when we were on the dusty wheel. And (laughs) it went to prison for a little bit of time I had to bail it out but I didn't know that I had to pay for anything so I showed up and they were like you ordered this and I was like I didn't order this so they you know cut open the box and show it to me and I'm like oh for crying out loud gotta pay close to 13 euro for a free item right yeah a gift here's your gift thanks Germany Yeah. yeah unbelievable it's wild. <laughs> it's outrageous. That's wild. I know you guys are big film buffs, and so therefore, clearly, you were glued to your television screens as the Oscars played out before your very eyes. No. no okay, fair enough. I didn't watch it either. No, I didn't <laughs> okay. even know it happened. Like, so, like okay. I opened up my news app, and it was like, things that happened at the Oscars. I was like, oh, the Oscars happened. Cool. <laughs> yeah, but, but you've heard about it since then. You obviously we're talking about yeah, the, yeah. I don't know much um, about it though, truthfully. Like I know it happened. My son kind of explained it to me, and then I was like, I have stuff to do. <laughs> yes, when you messaged me, you <laughs> you said oh, Will yeah. Smith slapped Kid Rock, and I was yeah. like, 
Yeah. And I was kind of into it. This <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock is so terrible. Right. He's. Anyways, mm. it was Kid Rock, or not Kid Rock, Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched it. I found it on Twitter and I watched it. I, I don't know. I At first I thought it was like fake. Like I thought it was like a like a bit they were doing. But I guess it's not. Don't slap people. It's not cool. Unless they want to be slapped. Okay, in we that case, that's so true. <laughs> no kink shaming on this podcast. Oh, wait, that's our podcast. You don't do that either, do you? I don't want to speak on your behalf. <laughs> I, to, to be honest, I, I've, I've never actually requested such a thing. Um... It's not something that goes into your guest rules. It's I don't pretty... kink shame, just so you know. In the event that it goes that way. This is what I'm talking about. These are the things that come out of our mouths. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I I've, learned, I've learned so many of these terms from, from your podcast. I'm like, does, does that really exist? Um, and then I look it up and I'm like, oh, that does exist. Okay. All right. That's an interesting thing. Um, you're but, welcome. Yeah, so it's, yeah, <laughs> Amber, are you I'm, okay? I can't see you, so I don't know if you're okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. We're right. so funny. Um, yeah, you are. And um, yeah, <gasps> I, I, I always appreciate it when we have an opportunity to speak, but I also really do appreciate also um, the, the amount of content that you produce. And I say this truly. Um, because I do look forward to that and the sort of notification. Uh, where yet, an, yet another, Thanks. yet another podcast from you guys, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's brilliant. So um, thank you very much. You're great sports uh, for for coming back and you know talking to me and um, yeah, it's like um, yeah, I truly appreciate it. So thank, thank you for having it's us. Fun. Yeah, agreed. It's fun. Yeah, I had fun. And a mic. Two. Two.